Okay, it's finally happened. The Pain Productions podcast is officially afloat. You can find it on Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, iHeartRadio. Google and Apple are still <laughs> giving me fits, but to be, to be done, to be done. It'll get there, man. It'll get there. It's coming, man. They have like a, a waiting period and they have to review stuff. Uh, Spotify is like one of the big dogs and I had to check three boxes and it's like, you're there. And I went and searched and I'm already up. So, man, I thought this was like the wild west of broadcasting. I thought you didn't, you know, maybe you grease a couple wheels, Ryan. And, and then all of a sudden, boom, you're up and running and a millionaire. What's going on with this? And I, I'm an Apple guy. So this yeah. one hurts the most. Like, that's where mm. I listen to all my podcasts. That's where I subscribe yep. to most of mine. So now I'm a Podbean guy. <laughs> you look like a Podbean guy. <laughs> exactly. So here's the deal. The, the, the Pain Productions podcast is going to have several different things going on. All the fans of the six, the six has not gone away. You can all enjoy a fresh bag coming up soon. That's going to be there. But this is another project that I've always kind of wanted to do. And I'm going to I'm going to call it for the time being the painful experience. Love it. Pain Productions. We get it. It's all yeah. there. Hopefully, hopefully it's an ironic nickname. But in that vein, we've been texting. We've been trying out new segments, new bits, things like that. It's going to be a growing organism. So basically, mm. we kind of know when things clicked or when they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So we may go back and forth. We might chain things around, try things out. We always welcome feedback. You can find uh, Pain Pro on Twitter and Facebook, Pain Productions. You know, make sure to go there. And of course, subscribe if you use any of those other uh, uh, apps to, to do your podcasting. I know a lot of people are big Spotify folks. Um, so please do that as well. So we always welcome feedback. Hit that five star rating. Yeah, that would be nice. There you go. So what we're going to do is we're going to break down a few subjects here today and uh, and we'll go from there. And so let us know what you think. Let's do it. What we're going to open with is we got to have this talk. Um, the talk. We the talk. We've 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 discussed it in years past. I kind of let uh -huh. it go. Uh, you have become the grill master. You got your Traeger. I got it, man. It was Traeger Day this weekend. Traeger week, I believe. But it, officially Saturday was Traeger Day. And uh, you do some grilling, you take some pictures, post it up on social media, gets reshared. You're also entered to maybe win some Traeger swag. In fact, they just sent me a bunch of stickers and, and uh, uh, what was it some tattoos and stuff like that for the kids, little Traeger tattoos, uh, you know. <laughs> so I was like, this is it. I am, I am in a club right now. Like I am a part of the Traeger family. So yeah, it was a, uh, Traeger Day over the weekend, so I did some serious grilling for that for the for many people in my family, and it is such a hit with my dad. He loves this grill as much as I do, and he doesn't use it. He just sits in my backyard, he drinks my beer, and eats my food, and that's it. You know? <laughs> that's that's perfect, man. And we are going to get to dad segments. We're going to get to dad segments coming yeah. up. We got the, the dojo coming, and that's that's. But I, yeah, I am. Uh, I am a fan of this thing and it has taken my grilling to a whole other level. I'm making all sorts of stuff. I love it. It's the best, best food I've ever grilled in my life. So, so do you have the temporary tattoo over your actual Traeger tattoo? Cause yeah, you know, I know you got a real one somewhere. Yeah. 
Uh, it's it's uh, right next to the the uh, spider on my left butt cheek. But uh, mm. the Tim tattoo, it's actually over my bicep. I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt, so you're not gonna be able to see it. But uh, it's there. Um, I also have several. I mean, it's like every few months, you know, I'll get some stickers in the mail, and also I've got the Traeger app. So I'm not trying to do a commercial here for Traeger. Right? I'm just saying, but the app, <laughs> but like with the app, it's like you, you'll grill so many things and try all these different recipes. And then you like go up in levels, you know, it's almost like candy crush in a way is that with grilling, you know, and, uh, and then it'd be like, Oh, you've hit this level of grilling expertise. And boom, all of a sudden I got a new thing of stickers. Like you're supposed to decorate your grill with the stickers. which uh. I haven't done that. Cause I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm worried I'm going to ruin it, you know, but at the same time, it's uh, it's cool that I'm getting all this stuff. So uh, I know what talk you want to have, though. You want to talk about me and steak. That's what this is about, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, getting to know each other over the years, it came up. We shelved it because it was just going nowhere. But there was a breakthrough. There was a breakthrough. You went recently uh, with your wife. You got you had a little time out. Everybody needs one. You had a break. Yeah. yeah. And you had a steak cooked properly. <laughs> And I'm so, I'm so proud of you. And say it, yeah, say it. We're we're gonna get there. I mean, it's 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 a subject everybody's talked about. There are memes about it. Everybody does. But you like your steak very done. Not very. A medium well. I like it medium well. Little pink is all right with me. Uh, and yeah, I like a one sauce with my steak too. So there let's there go ahead. There it is. So, all right. All right. So if I cut it, what, what am I looking? When you say a little pink, give me like a, you know, give me like a, is, are we talking like a, a thread? Are we talking like a, a half inch, a quarter inch? Like how, how much? A couple threads of the pink in there. A couple threads of pink, you know, nothing. It, it isn't going to be chewy. I don't like, I don't like well done. I like medium well. To me, medium well is the perfect steak in every way, shape or form. You're going to have the sear just right. The internal temperature is going to be good. I don't have to worry about botulism because I know it's cooked right. <laughs> Who do you know that's had botulism? He's probably not watching this, but my friend Matt used to brag about how he liked his steaks blue. And, right. and I know, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. It doesn't mean you're going to get sick from the meat. It's usually the utensils. That usually means that the utensils used to prepare the steak have been dirty. Thus, you get the bacteria on the meat. It's not cooked all the way through. So that's what gets you sick. All right. So you really, you're, you gotta, you know, you don't gotta ask a, a waiter, hey, am I gonna get sick from eating this steak because it's undercooked meat? You gotta be like, hey, are your utensils clean? Is what you're using back there clean <laughs> to prepare my steak? So you get it, if you get it at a hotter temperature, it kills that stuff off. You don't have to worry about it. Um, but yes, we went to Indy. Uh, we went to the Weber Grill restaurant in downtown Indianapolis. Um, and anytime I go out, I'm going to get a big ribeye. Like, yeah, maybe once in a while I'll get a New York strip or something like that. But typically I get the ribeye. And I order this ribeye. And Ryan, I can't tell you what made me just decide that I was going to eat it without A1. I just looked at the thing and I went, this smells good. It looks good. It had some sort of little little butter sauce that they had put on it as well. Some sort of special seasoning they'd put on. It's like, I'm just going to try it without and I took um, that first bite and I went, my God, this is one of the best steaks I've ever had. There you go. And then I go for the second bite. Hell, stop me. 
and said, do you want to ask for some A1? I'm good. I'm good. She goes, are you sure? Yep, I'm sure. And she had a little filet mignon. So I was like, do you want some A1? She's like, well, I don't know. Is that like a thing here? Like, is it going to be frowned upon if I get steak sauce? Like, because there's those restaurants where, excuse me, you want what with your steak? You know, it's a little little snooty, a little pretentious. They turn their nose up at you. But uh, I said, no, I don't think it's this guy. Huh? Did you ask? Did she ask for A1? She didn't. No, she didn't. And she didn't. So uh, she was very happy with her steak, too. We were both very happy with her meal. It was really, really, really good. Um, Yeah. And I was like, man, I got to tell Ryan what I just did. I I devoured a a 14-ounce ribeye. Uh huh. It was cooked perfectly. Not a drop of A1 sauce on it. And you were like, you've graduated. And there it was. You just said it without even realizing it. It was cooked perfectly. Hey, it was, it was delicious. It was, I, I put A1 on everything though. That's the thing. It's not just steak sauce. I, I think I might've turned you on this. I said, try it on some scrambled eggs or any sort of egg. You're going to like, it. I can dip plain potato chips in A1 sauce. It's good. Get a baked potato with butter and sour cream or whatever. Little little A1 drizzle. It's good, man. You can put A1 on anything for the most part. It's good. <laughs> Do you uh, – now, is this something like you grew up with? Like you talked about your old man coming over and watching it. Do you guys like both sit down with your own bottle next to each other and no talking? Yeah. And You know, Dad, uh, he's not a big A1 guy, really. Dad, if he's going to use some steak sauce, it's probably going to be Country Bob's. That's more his style um he likes country bobs what made you go a1 then when when did this how why uh probably high school probably high school like going to proms and stuff like that right so i'm in high school and you're going out to uh dinner at homecoming or something like that so you're supposed to you know maybe not get chicken strips or something (laughs) (laughs) like in my head i was like okay this is a date this is an event i should eat something a bit more grown up right (laughs) A1 steak. So, so I get so I get a steak, man. So I get a steak. And then, you know, I get the A1 with it. And um, yeah. Yeah, it's probably junior, late junior high or freshman year of high school. I was like, man, I really, I really love this stuff. This is legit. <laughs> and I've heard from people for years, if you, if it's cooked right, you don't need it. Okay. All right. Whatever. Let me tell you something. You know what they used to put on steak back in the 30s and 40s? You know this, grill master? Please tell me. Please. Ketchup. Ketchup. There was no A1 sauce. There was no sticks. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, check out any of those movies on Turner Classic or any of that stuff. Any restaurant scene, it's a man and a woman, these, and they're around, and it's a very important dinner that they're having. And the waiter, sir, would you like more ketchup for your steak? Yes, please. Leave me the bottle of ketchup. All those movies like that. That's, that was, but that was what they did. My grandpa, World War II vet, used to talk to me about one of the best steaks he ever had on. Well, we didn't have a one or country bobs. We we used little Heinz ketchup on the side to dip it in. And even as a kid, I was like, "That's kind of weird." But that was the thing back then. So oh, my wife does. My wife does ketchup, man. I can't. Oh, yeah. It oh. hurt. It hurts. It hurts. And you married her. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know it at the time, man. It was one of those. It's one of those. Uh, the onion. How does that man? sneak up on you in marriage? How does that one of those things like you don't know? You date you, you had to have dated for a while, right? You dated. It wasn't like you yeah, had to have at least had a steak dinner with her before you got married. You had I to. don't think so. I don't think no. so. Well, she eats like a toddler in general. So that I knew that was there. When you when you made like the chicken strips joke, like, nah, that's that's 
That's where it's at. Like if I go to a sushi restaurant, I have to check the menu to see if they have some sort of chicken dish or something, you know, roast chicken so that she can get. Um, and, you know, it's okay. fine. Okay. It makes so, eating out difficult. But but so what do you season your steak? Do you season it then or is it just yeah, that it? Yeah, I'll put, a little, I'll put a little season on it. Yeah. What, what um, are you throwing on there? Um, I mean, there was different sorts of Morton stuff that I used to use. But since I got the Traeger, everything, I mean, like. I'm Traeger, Traeger yeah. seasoning. It's like it's like people with Apple products, right? Like you're talking about being an Apple guy. Like they gotta have the Apple Watch and they gotta have the iPhone mm-hmm. and their computer and all that stuff. It's all it's all Apple. Apple. For me, it's like my wood pellets got to be Traeger pellets because I don't want some cheaper pellets messing up my smoker grill. My seasoning, I gotta get you know. So yeah, it's all Traeger seasoning. There's a um, there's this. Uh, it's called the All American blend they've got that I really like. I put that on everything. I put that on almost any meat except for chicken. Anything beef. I'll use it on ribs. I'll use it on. It's, it's good, but it, that thing is legit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I put that, I use that on the, on burgers and, and uh, steaks. And I mean, I don't press it. I season it. I let it sit, let it cook, whatever, whatever I'm making. If it's a filet mignon or if it's a strip or a ribeye, whatever, you know, give it the time that it needs before I'll even do that first turn, let the season on top be absorbed into the meat for that full flavor because you don't need to turn your steak or your bird. You don't need to do a bunch of turning and all that junk. No. You're just, you're, you're killing your food when you do that. Yeah. Don't do that. You let it sit, cook, maybe turn it once, maybe twice. One at flip. Most. One flip. Yeah. One flip. Unless you want to be fancy and make the crisscross grill marks for presentation. Well, that's really it. Yeah. That's really all you're doing is the grill marks. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, um, so have you changed since the vacation? or the trip like have you have you backed it off a little bit have you gone just medium have you at least compromised to medium yet i've had medium before i'm going medium. like that doesn't intimidate me. uh you know a little pink or a little red that doesn't that really it doesn't matter i don't it's just i don't know i guess i'm a creature of habit and uh i know that i like it medium well i know i don't want it chewy and well done uh and I had a bad experience at Jack in the Box one time when I was a kid. And ever since then, I want to make sure the meat's cooked all the way through. That's it. I, <laughs> I you got a steak at Jack in the Box? No, I did not. I got very bad food poison at Jack in the Box. Ah, all right, all right, all right. That's all food right. poison will do it to you, man. One time, and that's it. You're like, you're gonna go out of your way to not get food poisoning again. Restaurants yeah. love it when you ask if their utensils are clean. That's one thing I have learned. They love it when you do that. That's yeah, def- that's definitely a winning strategy. All right. So we'll agree, disagree. I think medium rare. I'm telling you that that mouthfeel, that bite, like when you said you don't like chewy, you're you're dancing on the line right there, man. Like, I no. mean, it, yes, you are. Medium well is is a tough hang for me. And if you just go like 30 seconds longer, you're going to you're going to ruin it, dude. You're going to ruin it. Well, it's good. I'm great at this then. <laughs> All right, man, we'll, we'll table it. We'll table it. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you that you went and you had a medium rare steak that you just literally said was cooked perfectly. That's that's on the recording. I'm going to loop it. That's no way one on there. It was it was beautiful. It was the thing of beauty. It was well done. Not not well done. Perfect, <laughs> but you know. The Freudian slips are just really just firing out of you, man. Let's switch it, dude. Let's go to the dad dojo is what I'm calling this right here. Dad dojo. Pow. That's right. the sound effect we're going to use. 
Oh yeah, I was gonna I mentioned at the beginning. Well, we're gonna have theme music, dude. I got I I, I got theme music lined up. I got my buddy Rob Hill. He during uh, the stay at home stuff, he uh he made like a little studio in his basement. And so he's been, he's been, uh, you know, he plays bass. Like we're going to get mm-hmm. something funky going on here, dude. So and I don't oh, want to pay for it. So that's even there better. There you go. That's, that's uh, <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying, thank you, Rob Hill. So that'll be coming. But all right. In the dad dojo, we both have kids almost exactly the same age. Literally um, just a couple of weeks apart between yeah, uh, yeah. your youngest and the twins. Yeah. So you got two four-year-olds. I got one. I also got a seven-year-old. And we're at the point even more so now than ever. I fought the good fight against screens for a long time, but yeah. this past year has has ripped that to shreds. Yeah, forget it. Yeah. So to tolerate it, you got to game the system. You got to pick shows that you're also going to enjoy as well, because you're going to get stuck in Caillou land. You're going to run into Blippy one day and you're not going to hate Blippy. You're not gonna know what the hell happened. Blippy is 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 painful, man. And I used to hear no dads like I used to hear dads back in the '90s say that they would drop Barney if they ever met him. And as a kid, I was like, "What's that all about? You don't dislike Barney that much." Fast forward 25 years, and here's Blippy. If I met that dude on the street, I'd drop him. I would drop him. Have you ever read it back a uh, backstory of Blippy? No. He tried to be, he came, when he came on the scene, he was trying to be like some uh, poop related shock comic and like <laughs> failed badly. Like adult, adult, like poop humor. His name was like, I don't know. It was like scat man, not the cool scat man. Scat man turd or something like that. Something like that. And it went horribly wrong. And he threw some glasses and a hat on and started, you know, his doing the boys. Yeah. And became blippy. Anybody that doesn't know. If you see it, it, it shows up the most random places. One day it's on Netflix, and then it's gone, and I'm happy. Dude. And then it showed up on my cable box the other day, and I'm, there's, like, new seasons. Avoid that like the plague. It is awful. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And I can it's tolerate real. a lot. Mm-hmm. I can tolerate a lot. Yeah. So, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to do one recommendation of a show that is that is both enjoyable. Okay. And then after you put the kids down, we're going to give a sh- another dad show. Some you can watch just for yourself. Maybe you get a frosty beverage and the house is quiet for once and, 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 uh, and the lights are down low and you just want to uh, sink in the chair yes. and have a little you time. So that's what yes. that's, that's going to be the opening of the dad dojo, man. So why don't you hit me with your kids show first that you actually like too? Sure. Um, you know, I'm a, I prefer when the kids have got something that's a little bit educational. Uh, mm-hmm. That's fun too. not just, I mean, like the blippy stuff, the defendants of that garbage will say, well, there's some educational stuff in blippy. No, there's not. <laughs> but uh, I'm a big fan of some of the stuff you can get from PBS. I wish I could say that Sesame street was still number one. I, I miss the twins loving Sesame street, but uh Wild Kratz is one mm-hmm. that uh, I enjoy watching with the kids. They love it because of the animation and the, the learned about different creatures and animals. And, um, and I do too. There's, there's some, yeah. there's some funny little out there humor that, that uh, is more for adults within the show itself. You know, the brothers that uh, put on Wild Kratz uh, they're, those guys are kind of out there, man, but they're really energetic and fun. And it's, it, you know, 
it's all good. It's all good. And the characters within the cartoon world of that show too are, are pretty entertaining. So I can stomach the wild crats with the twins. That's a good one, dude. I, I dig that one too. And my son, my older son, uh, you know, will pull random facts out sometimes, you know, yeah. it'll be like, it would actually come up in like homework. It's like, why are like flamingos pink? And he's like, oh, they eat shrimp. And that, you know, and I was like, what? How did you know that? And he's like, wild crats, of course. And I'm like, oh, of course. Wild crats, yeah. My favorite, like, uh, unintentional humor, though, is the fact that I saw the guys after watching the show a few times. Their cartoon representation of how they actually look versus what they look like in real life slays yeah. me, dude. I'm yeah. like, these are like some handsome, slim, like... <laughs> Bit little gentleman running around and then they cut to like the live show with the real animal and it's just like kind of a dumpy older guy you know and i'm like dumpy oh, okay. older balding <laughs> and they're amazed by everything too yeah. look at this rat hanging out in the corner <laughs> right. holy cow this rat can poop for four days straight like it's always these weird random facts that they'll throw out to and they're always really excited about the animals and that comes, like that gets the kids excited about learning about the animals too though i mean they do a good job they really do and I get a kick out of it. Like, it just cracks me up, their, their interaction with these two guys. So, And I can't fall. I would do the same thing. If they ever made, like, a, an action figure cartoon of myself, I don't want my exact likeness on there, man. No, God, no. Tuck me in a little bit. You, you no. tuck me in. <laughs> I am, you know, I'm the weight loss journey for many years now. Get me my action figure better be me at my slimmest. You know? Right. I don't want me one you know pandemic curse right now like <laughs> that's just been eating ground meat off the trigger for you come on yeah Get me at my absolute thinnest that's that's the action figure i want so. shrink my head a little bit too I yeah gotta, yeah i would you know i got a big dome for those that don't know mm-hmm. my fitted hats start at eight which i'm just gonna throw that out there that's what that's <laughs> how that happens yeah all right now mine um it's kind of a little bit more difficult to find if you're still okay. an old, old timer like myself that, that still has cable. Uh, this show is not streaming, but it is on cable. If you have the Universal Kids Network. Yeah. There is a show on there called Mighty Mike. And that is my jam. It's a pug named Mike. There's no <laughs> speaking during the cartoon at all. Like there's no adult. I mean, occasionally the adults will say goodbye to him on their way to work, but it's all his adventure from there on out. He's basically taking care of the house. He has a crush on the next door dog. They're trying to, you know, he's trying to get his, his thing going on with her. And that something always pops up. He's got a little kitty named Fluffy that he has to look after. There are three turtles in the house named after the three musketeers. And of course the foils, my favorites, the raccoons, Freddie and Mercury, they are the best, dude. One of them's like the brain, it's the classic brains of the operation, uh, sneaky raccoon, and then the big <laughs> Mercury that can just like lift up a, a full wheelbarrow of food to try to, you know, sneak it out of the house. So it kind of has that like shades of old Looney Tunes in it because there is no speaking and there's a lot of reality yeah. and all that stuff going on, but it's so well done. And they they say so much without saying anything. I love Mighty Mike, dude. It is probably my top kids show right now, dude. I, there you I, go. I love that, man. So if you if you're on the dial, if you're still one of the 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 plugged in, as they say, if you haven't yeah. unplugged, I, I haven't unplugged. Um, Me neither. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, there's just I, I I miss flipping around. That's how I grew up, man. Flipping channels. 
I sometimes I got Hulu, yeah. I got Apple TV, I got all the all the you, you got all the jams, yeah. You got yeah, all those. but I get on there and I'm overstimulated and I can't decide on anything a half an hour later. That's I'd rather, true. I'd rather just squeak by TNT and catch like the last 45 minutes of the fugitive, you know, like give me that, dude. Like At I didn't least, plan yeah. on that. Yeah, didn't plan on me. Sorry, <laughs> we've, done the, we've done the kids' show. Now the lights are out, the dishes are done. That's that's called the transition. Dishes are done. Yes. Next segment. Um, what are you watching right now? There's a little bit, you know, not not the mayor of East Town, not not uh, you know the Queen's Gambit or any of the things that everybody knows. Get a little something more under the radar. Which what which? Um, I mean, it's not under well. There's a couple, three, uh, but what's not under the radar because I'm late to the dance on is Ozark. I am. Oh. Ozark, Ozark is uh, well, you know that was, that show came out literally within a couple of months of the twins being born and everybody knows like you got you have got to watch this show this is if there was a show made for you dude this is it and uh it has a lot of the oh you froze there's there's a lot of a uh, lot of i feel a lot of breaking bad in the show ozark but it's, right. it's just a hair darker because they can get away with a bit more on on uh, netflix um and then, you know, another show that I'm putting on just because you know how much I love uh, the pro wrestling. You know, I love yeah, it. Yeah. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy Dark Side of the Ring. It's uh, it's on uh, a &E, I believe. Um, somebody on Twitter will correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, or no, it's Vice. It's on Vice. Dark Side of the Ring. It's on Vice. And uh, it is the very first episode is about Randy Savage and Miss Elizabeth. And it's not about the characters and all that stuff that went on in the ring and the storylines. It's about their lives outside of it. And, you know, um, Elizabeth, uh, unfortunately died of an overdose, I think like 12, 13 years ago. Uh, Randy Savage had a heart attack about five or six years ago now. And, uh, they were like the first couple of wrestling, right? Like they were in the eighties. That was the whole thing. They, they were relatable to fans in a lot of way, but the stories of, of, what was going on in their lives behind it and dark side of the ring just it really they cover what happened with chris benoit the whole country knew about the the chris benoit murder suicide it really dives back into that what happened with owen hart's death i mean there's a lot of right. crazy crazy stuff that they get into and it's not just about wrestlers passing away i mean there's all sorts of different scandals and things like that but it's just so eye-opening and and uh telling to even to fans that think they know a lot about the product so right you know and there's no chance i'd ever let kids <laughs> watch it <with laughs> so that's when i'm like i gotta know what happened with Bret hart and Shawn michaels for real i'm gonna put on dark side of the ring you know so you find out about all the dirty laundry that was going on with vince mcmahon and Eric Bischoff and all this oh, other yeah. stuff. It's it's interesting. I think so. people that like uh, true crime stuff like that that's always popular. I Bingo. think they would. I would. I Bingo. think they would. They would be down for that. Yeah. If like, you like true crime, yes, you don't have to be a wrestling fan to, to like Dark Side of the Ring. If you right, right. true crime, you are gonna you're gonna learn some stuff and see some stuff. You'll be into it. So. I almost opened up the show with like a uh, remix version of the New Age Outlaws. You know, and, you know. that's <laughs> us. <laughs> I mean, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Curtis and Ryan <laughs> proudly present the podcast champions of the world. No, but I did not do that. I did not. Um, well, my show. Your show. What's your show? What are you watching? 
I am still in the animated realm and uh, Amazon Prime. Everybody that is fans of the boys, they also came out with a darker superhero cartoon called Invincible. Um, yeah. It doesn't have the same comedic flair as the boys does because they kind of give you both the shock and awe of violence and comedy and a little bit of nuttiness. This mm. one's a little more true. It's, you know, a coming of age story. Uh, the son, his dad's like the Superman character, the most invincible, most powerful man in the universe kind of deal. Saving, saving the um, Earth. That's his planet that he's been assigned to. And the son finally got his powers and he's in high school. So there's a little bit of that, you know, just awkward teen type stuff, but with the kid that he's learning superpowers, but it's dark, man. (laughs) It's got, it's got some real twists and turns and some really WTF moments where it's just like, Oh, I did not see that coming. And then I, you know, I'm, I'm making a couple drinks or so. So I'll hit pause and you realize how loaded the cast is too. Like John Hamm is like a bit player in there. J.K. Wow. Simmons is in it. Like all, like you know, Sandra O. Oh, like all these people. I'm just like, whoa, you know, I'm finally putting it together. It's a loaded cast, very talented people. Uh, it's uh, Kirkland behind it, so you know, there's yeah. a little, there's a little bit of that that vibe going on, a little comic-y. But it's it's fun, man. I, I had a great time. I ripped through the whole first season. I just finished it up. Uh, like a couple nights ago, man. So definitely check that one out. Nice. All right. The next segment, we're going to go with, uh, we, we kind of teased it earlier with don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Don't tell mom. We're going to call this one the Applegate. The Applegate. The Applegate. the Applegate situation where you have personally figured out a way to sneak one past uh, your significant other and, and, and take some kudos for maybe that weren't exactly deserved. Yeah. And yeah, I got you texted me this this example. I still have so many questions. So lay it on me. Yeah. All right. So this is a pretty recent one uh, for the, the first Applegate. Um, so I had the kiddos by myself. Going to do dinner and asked them what they wanted. They said they wanted pizza. Of course. I text Kel. She's like, yeah, just make the frozen pizza that's in the fridge. It'll be good. Okay, cool. I get home with them, pick them up from daycare, and I was fried from work, dude. I was long, long day. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do anything. So I asked them, like, let's see if they change their mind. Let's see if they remember telling me they're going to want pizza. Guys, what do you want for dinner? Pizza. Okay. I, I get out my phone. And I'm like, looking at my apps. I'm looking at this Pizza Hut app, and I went, I could get away with this. I can order the Pizza Hut. And hide the evidence, and she'll never know. And I know what you're going to ask me. I'll get to it in just a second. So that's all what right, I did. All right, I got a few, man. I've got a few. I order a personal, and I didn't eat pizza myself. I order a personal pan pizza for them, plain cheese. Get out our pizza cutter, cut into smaller slices, and they're happy. They're happy campers. I got myself some boneless chicken wings. Um, I think that's what I had. I know I had wings, but it was chicken. It was wings. I ate them. It was good. Okay. Now let's get rid of the evidence. You don't want to put all this stuff individually, like the pizza box and the wing box and all that stuff in the garbage can together. That's how you're going to get caught. So I put it back in the little pizza bag that it came with, tied it up, tossed it in the garbage can outside. Straight to the toter. All right. My question is now. Okay, go ahead. You go ahead with the question. Oh, you were A, the smell. 
the the unmistakable Pizza Hut smell. How far off from this, you know, caper did your wife get home and not realize that's not Jack's or whatever your frozen pizza of choice? It was about a, it was about a half hour. It was about a half hour probably. Uh, which I know what you're going to say. That's not enough time to get the smell out of the house. There's no way. Windows were open. Uh-huh. Fans were going. Okay. All right. Fans were going. So whatever pizza smell was left could have come from the oven. Who would have known? I know I'm going to cut you off at this one. You're going to ask me, well, what about the, whatever was in the freezer? Yeah, man. Where's the, where's the frozen pizza, dude? I took a couple boxes of Bubba Burgers. Some other various cuts of meat and frozen items that were in the uh, freezer. I sort of moved stuff around. I'm a big dummy. I don't know where stuff is. Sometimes I get into the freezer. I start moving stuff. Right? It's not that organized anymore. Oh, geez. Curtis did that again. This is not where the milk goes. The milk goes over here, blah, blah, blah. So I moved some stuff around and hit the frozen pizzas. And she's not going to remember how many are in there. She did not. Yeah. So I did that. If you're listening, I did it, baby. I did it. <laughs> you saved yeah. some, you saved, I don't know if you saved any time, but you, you had a more enjoyable pie. And for that, I commend you, sir. Yeah. So uh, that was it. And she gets home. She's, she's look. see, there's nothing she'll look. She'll come home and she'll start looking for what did he do wrong? What did he, <laughs> what did he do that I wouldn't do? What's out of place? Where's that disturbance in the force? I know a lot of dudes can relate to that. They look, they want to know what you did so they can, like, it's not what I would have done. That's not what you're supposed to do. Right. Guys, what'd you have for dinner? Pizza. Yeah, we had pizza. Sure <laughs> That's did. all. The, cut and it off that there. was it. That's when you turn Mighty Mike on. Okay, that's enough. We said enough. Yeah, we're going to go watch uh, Wildcrest now. Yeah. Get educational. It took me a while to come up with one. I have, I have some husband hacks. We might get to that one day. But the one I could think of was we bought... I can't keep up on all the different names for Amazon products. It's yeah. like one of the little Alexa things. It's the one that plugs in the walls. Cheap. It's like so cheap that you can't even believe the government's spying on you. Like it's, it's that cheap, but they plug into the wall. And <laughs> my, my oldest son is starting to get into music. So like in the car, Shazam is yeah. the greatest thing in the world. Cause my son thinks I, I know every song on the planet for sure. So like, he's, you know, we're driving along and we listen to the radio and like, what's that song, dad? Oh, that one. Hold on, dude. I need to turn. I need to focus on the road, dude. You know, but it's in the cup holder. It's already queued up. Oh, that one. That's roses. You know, that, yeah, that's that roses, but that's the remix of roses, Christian, you know, and then he'll run upstairs and hey, Amazon play roses. Of course, I learned later on, he was listening to the explicit version and I, of course. I got, I got, I got some flaws to iron out. That being said, these these devices are in their rooms and I have an app that's connected to them and I could talk to them through them. So what I do wow. is I can send them messages, you know, you know, I started doing it just as funny. Like, what are you doing? Or like, you know, I love you, yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my wife now thinks I like I, they, they only listen to you like go, go tell them to come down because whenever they're upstairs it's like you have to you, it takes like 20 times to try to, come on down guys it's time to eat time come on down guys. It's time to yep. do this yep. time to get your shoes on all that stuff you know so what i've been doing is i've been giving them warnings so at 10 minutes i'm like guys i'm gonna be up in, in 10 minutes in five minutes guys i'm gonna be up in five minutes she doesn't know i'm sending these 
So I go up after my two warnings and I'm just like, come on guys, let's head down. And they immediately come down. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, this dad, dude, they just listen to dad. But it's because I already knocked out like the, 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 all right, man, I'll be right down. All right. I'll be right down. I gave enough warnings. So then eventually when I actually go up live, then there's like, okay. And it's like, time to go. Dad's here. That's yeah. just, yeah, that's, that's the dad touch. But yeah, I've been sending them messages on my phone. I'll go down <laughs> to the basement. I need to go to the bathroom. Guys, I'm going to be up in 10 minutes. Just be ready. And then guys, I'll be up in five minutes. So yeah, by the time I actually get up, they've had proper warning and they're like, all right, dad. And it's like, yeah, see, they just, you know, they know. So yeah, you're, check, you're check a genius, man. You are a dad genius. I hope you know that. Check that out. It's, it's fun to mess with them too. You know, <laughs> it's just like, it's like in your house, they're like those, those, those kids that had like the old school house where they had the intercom. Yeah. Ever have friends. Like we always had that one friend who had like the weird, built yes. in on the wall with like random knobs and stuff and, and preset buttons and you could be like bedroom and it'd be like yeah it's, it's kind of like yeah. that it's like an old school walkie-talkie system so that's basically what i use you know the our monitoring device all right i respect your applegate well I done that. so next up we are gonna break down some gender stereotypes. We're going to break down age stereotypes, things oh, of that nature. Things that just need to be said. Things that just need to be said. You know, okay. it's, it's okay. Like I always had the, 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 there's no guilty pleasures, just pleasures. Mm -hmm. Don't feel guilty about this. Oh. And, and you brought up this topic the other day and, and your suggestion, I, I didn't even know, like I shouldn't, you know, I didn't even know that wasn't, wasn't cool or wasn't quote unquote, um, air quotes here for, for the folks listening. I didn't know this wasn't quote unquote manly. Mm -hmm. No. So you threw this example out here. And so uh, hit me with either that one or one you've come up with things that just need to be said, things that you like yeah. and you should not be embarrassed of, or it should yeah. not be considered less than. Okay. <clears throat> I, uh, I like white snake there. I said it. What's wrong with that? I don't, is, is this like a metal thing? You're like a big heavy metal, like rock guy. I'm not it really, I, I always thought White Snake was supposed to be cool. They're not cool. Just, just because Craig Kilborn was listening to it in old school doesn't make it cool. Quite, quite the opposite, my friend. You leave Lord Kilby out of this, sir. <laughs> no, once it becomes like the ironic, anything becomes the ironically funny thing. Like in old school, that's the whole joke is, you know, the chick from Grey's Anatomy has... She had a denim jacket with white snake on it, you know, so, and you've got Will Ferrell's listening to white snake while he's working on his car and yeah. spoiler Craig Kilborn's in his hot rod at the end, right before he dies, listening to white snake, like the, the whole, it's a running joke. Um, and number two, uh, for most rock and, and hard rock purists, white snake is really just a bad Led Zeppelin ripoff, like just just right down to its core. So much so that when uh, Zeppelin split, you know, Jimmy Page went out and got himself the best clone he could find for Robert Plant. And that was David Coverdale from Whitesnake. And so you got, I think it was called Page and Coverdale was the name of it. And they did like one album. Oh, I, and it, and I remember it, you posted. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I and, need to look uh, into that. That sounds fun. Yeah. No, but yeah. I, it was, I mean, even being no. like a dime store Zeppelin is, is pretty high praise for me. I would, I would take that. I would take, like, <laughs> I would take, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
dollar general uh led zeppelin you know not yeah i mean and see so that's what i'm in this position right now where it sounds like i'm tearing down white snake but I got to defend it because I like it. I like yeah. No, that's, that's what this is about. This is letting like everybody it. know it's okay to say. I, I Let me like tell you White something. Snake. There's a lot. There's a lot more to White Snake than uh, you know the Tawny Katain videos. Rest in peace, Tawny. By yeah, the way. that was a, that was a tough. Rest in peace, Tawny. Uh, go look up the song "Love Hunter." That song is from the like late '70s, early '80s. White Snake. That's a jam right there. Love right. Hunter, my. Go I'm gonna, look that one up. All right. I was trying to come up. I, I think I probably have about thousands of examples of these. <laughs> so I was trying to I narrow it down. I was trying to narrow it down. And give me uh, one. Yeah. What I, what um, one of my old coworkers, I don't think he worked when Lee worked at the station, Lee McNabb, who who does radio uh, in, in Des Moines now. Um, she posted some on Facebook. It was like. How many of these shows have you seen 10 episodes of? Yeah. Know, one of those things, that. you know, yeah. out of 100, supposed to either make you cool or sad. I'm not quite sure which. Um, but I was going down there and one of them was Gossip Girl. And it took me back to when. <laughs> Dude, why are you naked? <laughs> My seven year old just literally, don't go outside, man. Here, boy. Here, boy. Here, boy. Here, boy. All right, man. <laughs> At least he didn't that one, man. My, I, I couldn't. I was like, I'm just going to keep talking. But he was walking by. Do you remember the video game Rampage? Yeah, I remember Rampage. When, when, when you, were, you were destroying the city and then you get hit and then you shrink down to the person and you're like, and then you cover <laughs> up your bits and sidestep it out. That's what he did. He came in with the, with the fig leaf, with the hand fig leaf, sidestepping <laughs> by the computer as, all right. So I digress. Gossip Girl. When I watched, <laughs> I binged that whole thing from start to finish. It was when he was born, so he must have <laughs> sensed it. Uh, we used to, this was back, you know, first time parent thing where I was like, oh. God. walking up to the crib every hour on the hour to make sure he's still breathing yeah not realizing that if he, he would have stopped in the last 58 minutes there's nothing really i could have done anyway but that's just what yeah. you do when you're a new parent and yep. my wife and i took shifts like she'd go to bed at like seven wake up at two i'd go to bed at two and and sleep till work you know whatever um and so i had my headphones in my ipad and i'm like yeah hey, i'm just gonna i'm gonna watch shows started watching gossip girl dude and i i flew through the whole show not a great show i am team blair for all the fans at home xoxo i have but <laughs> i i'm not ashamed of it i ended up you know i like chuck bass dude i'm cool with that i'm good with that not his basketball uniform per se but very funny character um <laughs> yeah man so I, there's nothing wrong i said it all right gossip girl you you know you can be pushing 40 and still binge a, a very obvious teen show the pretty reckless came from there if i said i liked the pretty reckless i'd probably catch something for that too but you know i kind of liked a couple of their songs too the, the band the pretty reckless yeah the lead singer was uh was jenny from that show yeah had no idea exactly no idea yeah no i just idea. thought the pretty reckless was a rock band so here's what we'll do okay you listen to three white snake songs uh and i'll check out three episodes of gossip girl wow on demand 
All right, one. Wait, wait, wait. One episode. <laughs> one episode. I'm one like, episode. My, my homework's about 15 minutes long. You're up to like three Yeah, hours. you're right. Yeah, yeah no, one episode. One isn't a short one, dude. But uh, yeah, um, cool. All right, man. We wrapped up the first episode of The Painful Experience. I hope, again, this is ironic, but this is our experience on the Pain Productions podcast. I, I figured, um, you know, my man, Guy Fieri, who, you know, could have also been in my guilty. Although I think he switched over. People used to really crap on Guy Fieri for a long time, but I think he's cool now again. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah I love the guy. To come back. Yeah, but he like has he has triple D. He has triple G. So I'm, I'm stealing triple P before he gets there. So the Pain Productions podcast. Um, and one thing to go, I'm going to call it one for the road. I'm going to ask a question. Yes. You give me your top of mind. We have not discussed this ahead of time. You give okay. me your top of mind answer. And then anybody listening right now, head to social media. If you want to answer as well, get in on the discussion. Soccer. That's wrong. You didn't see that coming, did you? Soccer. No, I don't. Goodness. I'm soccer. not a big fan. Um, and we missed the World Cup. I don't know how we can figure out that we're not going to be in it that far in advance. I don't know much about soccer at all. And that's kind of the uh, America's problem. Yeah. Um, but I think the problem is it's like the number one sport for every other country except here in the world. That's it. Yeah. Right. So go back on all the athletes think basketball, football, whatever, if they didn't play that, who would be the greatest soccer player of all time? If you can pluck one athlete from any sport in history. Okay. Um, okay. I guess your first, what's your top of mind? Who would you go with? First, first one was Jordan and then LeBron immediately afterwards, Jordan or LeBron probably. Yeah. I thought that I thought that I, I don't know. I need to get more into studying soccer players is tall. Is that a bad thing? Like they're fast, they're durable, but I don't know if, if being tall is, is our soccer players tall. Cause I kind of, I, yeah, I kinda... they're usually yeah, average height, you know, average male height. There's, there's, my limited knowledge of soccer, there's not a lot of imposing forces, except for goalies. There's some, you gotta have some wingspan. So there's some taller guys, six, one, six, two, six, three that have played goalie. But I mean, yeah. So I was guys I that I see, you know, Christian Ronaldo is not a tall man by any means. Alexi right. Lawless wasn't a tall guy. So how tall is Messi? Probably five, nine, five, 10. Right. So that's why I was like, I don't know. if. The, so I, my thought I, I started in basketball and I, I, I thought about the tall thing. And then I, I shrunk down to Chris Paul eventually with the whole field general thing. Thought mm. Steve Nash would be too much. Yeah, I think he plays soccer. So I thought that was kind of a cheat code. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I ultimately settled on Barry Sanders and that's where I'm coming from. Low center of gravity impact uh, spin moves, like the way that he controlled his body and could run for days, man. So that's where I'm at. You- you know what? Uh, quick thought. Uh, now that I've had, you know, 60 seconds to think because he was great at everything. Bo Jackson. Right. Bo Jackson. Yeah. Bo would probably be the guy. But my first thought was Jordan and LeBron. Um, and then there's Bo. So right. it's a little deeper just... than just the, the goat. You know, you automatically kind of go right to oh, Jordan's the greatest of all time. LeBron is, you know, right up there. So, like, I, let's get a little deep on that. So, yeah, definitely hit us up, uh, Pain Productions, Facebook, Twitter. I am going to be tweeting more on Twitter. I'm not been, I'm, I've not been great at that, but I'll try Thank to get that up. God, he's back on Twitter. <laughs> so, I am going to do that. So, that's, that's Pain Pro, um, P-A-I-G-N, for anybody that's not familiar with Champaign, Illinois. How dare you, sir and ma'am. Yeah. And we will have guests that will be pain-centric, and it's all going to unfold. So it's a painful experience. Thank you very much for tuning in. This will be when our theme music will eventually 
ESPN. Goodbye.